Horse Lawson Humphreys on the road. Muggins and cream, cream and muggins, straight thugging, living the dream. And that's our intro. Fucking muggles. Tickling the clit inside your head that makes you laugh. Woohoo! <laughs> they said it can't be done. Are we in the same seats? That's hack. Oh, muggles. Accidental rib job in the park. Kiss, kiss, kiss. Or am I just being cynical? Just muggled it up on fucking Mugglepedia. Where have you been since 9 11? Hello, everyone. Welcome to uh, Sloss and Humphreys on the Road with me, Elliot Steele. Kai's out the room at the moment, so I thought I'd save you all him doing his little idiom, and uh, I'll just start the show, and that way you don't have to hear whatever shite he was going to say this time. I don't know, mate, I started it. Have you? Yeah, so you don't, I just thought I'd save him all you doing the idiom. So welcome to the podcast, this is Elliot and Kai, two good friends. We're not best friends, but we're good friends. Yeah, okay, yeah, that was quite good actually. <laughs> right. Um so you've done it you've done that intro? The intro. How long's it oh, yeah, you've just started it. Yeah. Um so yes, we're doing a podcast. Um currently um I'm just getting ready and packing to go and join Sloss in America where Sloss and Humphreys on the Road will kick back off. Um at the minute he's in New York and I'm in London with young Elliot Steele here. Hello. AKA Milk. Uh, we thought we'd just do a cheeky little podcast, just a little this little fucking bonus one for you before the tour kicks on. Um, when I suggested doing this podcast, Elliot, you were like, oh, this is just going to be a fucking roast of Elliot, isn't it? You're just kind of rinses on the podcast. Like, that wasn't what I've got planned, but when you said that, what did you have in mind? What, what could I possibly roast you for over the last couple of weeks? Well, there, there's a few things. Um, it has been brought to the group's attention... That by numerous girls. By by numerous girls. That Slosh's show is about me. No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, that, You're his ex-girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, that I... I am apparently not a very good kisser. Yeah, and when I say numerous girls have reported back, I don't want that to make it look like Elliot has lots and lots of girls on the go, because that's not the case. But the three that he's been with in the last ten years have got back to us various different ways and told us he's a shit kisser. Well, he'll have no fury like a scorned woman. So what? <laughs> giving them shit kisses and then scorning them? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, what are you, G22? Yeah. How are you so bad at kissing? Are you selfish? I, I... Like, I don't even know how a selfish kisser would work. Like, how are you going to get more out of it than them if you're, if you're doing it your own way? What's the... What's your tech as? Do you want me to show you? Let's pause this. <laughs> All right, I'm a back. <laughs> I've been to A&E. <laughs> I can't believe you missed that American talk. <laughs> Didn't mean to put you in that coma. Fucking hell, I thought I was safe. I used to be a lifeguard. <laughs> fucking nearly drowned. Got water up my nose. I have. Uh, let me show you. Look, look how large my tongue is. Regular tongue? That's a large tongue. You can't say this on a podcast. That's a large tongue. Regular tongue. Right, well, we'll have to agree to disagree. It just casts a big shadow, you know, like, it just has a presence. <laughs> it's a regular size if you measure it, but it's well, just look, like, I've got, it's just big and it's, and it's like kind of aura. Like, I've got a big nose, so I've got a big so tongue. So do you, do you reckon you tilt too far? Do you, like, go practically upside down? Yeah, like, look, you do, like, a further than 90 degree tilt? crooked my So they're doing some kind of, like, Spider-Man kiss. Okay, but look at, you see my teeth, yeah? Kind of right. crooked, right? So you've got big lips, big nose, big teeth. Big, you're a fucking mess, man. How uh, is anyone kissing you in the first exactly. place? Exactly. So I don't even get past the application stage. So to get to get past my teeth, yeah, they're already playing with fire because these are like these are like shark teeth, innit? Like, look at that. 
I mean, yeah, I mean, take their tongue off. I mean, I kind of mangled, but I mean, I've got kind of mashed up there. Uh, like my bottom row teeth's like fucking thrown west like, west coast. Side. Gonna have to sort that out in America. They're not gonna ha- be happy with that. Not on the east coast, they're not. No. I'm throwing me fucking west coast there. Uh, bottom jaw anyway like I, I still think I'm one of the top 10 kissers on planet earth I'd agree <laughs> like why because it's so bad that they feel like they need to mention it well, which is kind of schoolyard in itself that girls in their fucking 30s or whatever are like oh he's a bad kisser like so they're not coming across looking good so this in is, any of this but it's so bad that they're not bothered about how they come across they just need to fucking share that experience with someone they can't they can't bear the burden alone that they had a shit kiss off you oh I, I, I'm not gonna rise to like the like I could easily go like yeah well you know what about you do this I'm not gonna it's just the way I do it is like well if the only because one of these people is in her thirties, right, and was a comedian, she is a comedian on the circuit, and I just think like imagine a male comedian got with a twenty-two like, like in his thirties, in his thirties got with a twenty-two-year-old female comedian, and then out of nowhere just was like, oh, by the way, I don't really want to hang out anymore. And then went round and told everyone he's a she's she's, a, she's, a, she's a shit kisser. Everyone would be like, "What a piece of shit!" Ah, yeah, that would happen if that was one occasion. But the fact that it's like every single occasion makes that's, you think, that's like, a good point. yeah, the fact that like it, it, the first just one person alone looks like they're being slanderous. Like three or four people make it sound like, oh, well, maybe we need to listen to these girls. I once got told uh, by a girl when I was seventeen that I kiss like I talk. Uh which I don't, I don't think was a compliment. So you, you, you kiss like you talk. Yeah, quite fast. So you, kiss, you, you kiss like a fourteen-year-old black girl. Mm, well, you, I'd imagine oh, they kiss quite uh, well. It's very fucking unprofessional. That's just someone texting us saying, uh, "If you've got anything on the podcast, will you please say that it's just kisser?" <laughs> already, already there, mate. And I, mate, you've just predicted the future. It's happened. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm something I've got to work on. Part of my game that has got to go up. Natalie said that uh, I'm a shit kisser. <laughs> Natalie said she was a shit kisser, but she said um, that this would actually work as a chat up line because if you just like threw it in there early doors like that, you're a shit kisser, they'd be intrigued. A hundred. So you're probably gonna get like a, a, a ticket of first base just off somebody that like wants to find it. What's up? I uh, wants I've to, I've used it as a line. To, and it has worked. Got you slapped after the kiss. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> got your kiss, but you it, got it, slapped. It gets me. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> it's a great line to it's a great line to get to a kiss, but unfortunately, the kiss doesn't lead to anywhere else because they're like, "Wow, this was terrible." Oh, so you can't get past first base because because I thought it would like fast track first base. So just like, look, just stop kissing us and feel me tits. <laughs> like, just get this bit of what we've done. To check tick box. That's why. That's why whenever I'm with girls, they only ever want to do doggy styles. Because you know, kids. Me. So, um, so you think I'm going to take a piss with you for that? Oh, I know what else you're going to go for. You've started wearing your mum's jackets. Yes. What is that? Just so when people fucking kiss you, they just realise that one doesn't fall up from the tree. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, because you, you wore this fucking jacket, like uh, Tom Horton described it well, you look like a level 22 wizard. It had... Um, oh, it looked cool. It, uh, it looks like... Um, right, so it's like a long mac, like it's kind of patterned on the front and it's long and it's got like a big collar, but on the back, like it's got a block of red on the coat tail. Yeah. Um, and then like a giant Illuminati type eye yeah. on the back. That's what Mark Nelson called it, the Illuminati away strip. But you're just <laughs> strutting around in this thing, but, but not at a fancy dress party. 
I just, I just... You look like, yeah, yeah, like, um, when a, I don't know if you've seen, like, when a psychopath, like, pretends to cry, they've seen people crying, and then the, they'd go to pretend to cry to look like they have the same emotions as the regular human, but they can't really pull off the act, acting of it because they don't understand it, they don't understand the emotions that go with crying, so they'll just, like, make noises and go, and, like, screw up their face, and people look at them, like, what the fuck's that guy doing? pretending to cry um, you're like a psychopath pretending to cry but like you've seen fashion and you kind of <laughs> you've seen other people carrying off fashion and you went oh that's how fashion works and you've tried to pull it off but like you're not put it's an absolute swing and a miss hey man you've got to take risks you know then, I mean? uh, I'm turn- like a psychopath who's seen how kissing work as well and not being able to replicate that <laughs> exactly you're a psychopath um, so you turned up um, last night in this red mac it's like a bright, nice coat that. bright red mac and you know if you were going to claim your fucking Hector Bellarine like try to be some yeah. kind of fucking catwalk model level Lady Gaga fucking fashion whatever the fuck you're trying to pull off right mm-hmm. then be pristine with it you turn up looking like a sack of shit with a fucking footprint on the jacket like dirt mark all over the collar and you're like well if you're gonna try and if you're gonna try and walk in like fucking Mr. Bling wash your shit do your hair brush your teeth fucking have a shave (laughs) like do it turn up looking like a fucking homeless guy who's just robbed me fucking Nana's fucking washing line I just I just uh, wow (laughs) (laughs) I'm just trying to fucking um, that, I've got to take that to the drag queen's eye, but it's, uh, it's a nice coat. I've been stopped on the street by people when they said, I really like your coat. With that one. I, how much will you sell it? Oh, I'll give you for, uh, 50 quid for it, and then you take it off to get you 50 quid, and they just hide straight in the bin and go, I've literally just best 50 pun I've ever spent for you not to wear that jacket. <laughs> They're just trying to make a transaction this to is, fucking take this it off your like, back. This is like the thing when I, I was wearing, I, I still do wear eyeliner, so I sometimes wear eyeliner on a night out here, and the thing... You, the, the thing that I'm good at, I'm good at taking but it's, a beating. So I'm just aware, for wearing the eyeliner, I will take a beating. However, it just, it just makes me look better. No, you're doing it for the beating. You're doing it like for the, like a desperation sign of attention, you know, like, uh, no, you know, like uh, any attention's good attention. Like that kind of like malfunction in your brain. <laughs> 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 it's the like, fuck did you come Sigmund Freud? No, because this, <laughs> this is the Because this is the thing, right? You- you know when people rinse people about having a top knot, right? Yeah. I sometimes look at that going, yeah, that guy does look like a dick in a top knot, but you're the one that's fucking paying attention to somebody else's hair. Yeah. You know, like, you're acting like Mr. Big Man, but you care what fucking your fellow human beings doing with his hair. Like, you're, you're, like, you're just as bad as them. So I could be putting myself in that bracket, but the thing is, not that you're doing your fashion stuff, like, if, you, if, if you're wearing the jacket for the sake of fashion, I'd just be like, Elliot's doing Elliot. He's trying to live like Carl Donnelly would fucking wear a jacket like that, and I just can't fucking Carl look sick. Carl's you're cooler d- than me, though. You're doing it because you're trying to get people's attention. No, not at all. You I'm are. Doing it because I look good in it. No. Yeah, I think I look good in it. But what I've got to remember sometimes as well is like the, the terrible decisions I made when I was like 22. Like I, I would bleach my hair and shit. I remember one time I bleached my hair and I fucking got it pulled through the, the, the cap. You know, like when you get highlights and I'd done like low lights. So it was right. like bleach with low lights. And obviously fucking anybody over the age of fucking 26 is telling us that I'm fucking like, I look like a dickhead. And I'm just there like Mr. King shit. And then all of a sudden I reach the age of 35 as I am now. I look at photos of me selling out. What the fuck was I doing? You're just going through that phase. But what I've got to also reiterate is 
I took my beating. I'm taking my beating pretty well. We're, also, we're 11 minutes into this podcast. I've been called a shit kisser. I've been told I need to shave. I've been told I need to sort my hair out and need to sort my fashion out. 11 minutes in. You walked into the wood chipper. You said you're going to roast us on the podcast. I had no intentions of doing it. I just thought I'd let you, I'd let you just get it the way. You did an Instagram story the other day where you went to a church and lit a candle because you said I haven't got laid in a while. You've been signed into a lot of DMs to no avail. Uh, oh yeah, no, I did. Uh, I showed you that DM that I absolutely bombed in. Yeah. Did I show? You, I showed you that one. Oh my god. That yeah, was it was like a psychopath. Like that seen Stop someone have banter. That seen someone have good banter, and you're like, "Oh, that's how banter works." I'm gonna do it, and it was just like clunky and. A, like, I I know. I just I just. Bombed. No, like what's good is it wasn't lecherous. It wasn't like sleazy. No, I'm not sleazy. It was like. It was just like, you tried to like attempt a bit of familiarity and like a little bit of... I tried to, a girl put up an Insta story with her dog and I like commented on how cute the dog is. She sent a message back going, oh, he's such a good boy. And then uh, I clicked on the dog's Instagram oh, I'll, page. I'll come out walking the dog away and pick up the shit with a bag and that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I, I tried to pretend that I care about animals. <laughs> and then I instantly made it about my own insecurities because I saw the dog had an Instagram page, so I clicked on it. It had more followers than me. I went, that dog's got more followers than me on Instagram. And I just immediately made it about me. Yeah, and she didn't see it as like, uh, you were having banter about like... It was uh, like, I'm now in competition with the dog. Your dog's more successful than I am as a joke. She saw it as the dog's more successful than I am as a direct fucking head-to-head duel. Oh, the worst part about that is uh, she works at a comedy venue that I've got to perform at in a couple of weeks. So I'm going to have to like have that awkward, hey, I bombed in your DMs sort of. I quite enjoy that though. I find that quite funny. Or bombing in a DM. Uh, yeah. If you meet, if you are going to see the person, then I just find it funny because like, uh, it's just, if you just bring it up, I think it looks funny. Do you not feel like when, when, when you're DMing these girls, you're like, you're DMing them because you think they look good on Instagram. Is that the, is that the hook? They post a couple of, that, that, the, 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 they're looking great on Instagram. You go, right, I'm going to try and make a connection with this girl, right? But if they're looking great on Instagram, that means there's a fucking million and one Muppets just like you that fucking will try their luck. Yeah. You know? So do you not feel like when you DM them, you're just like dropping another fucking pizza menu onto the fucking spam of someone's doormat? Like... Possibly. I'm never... I never try to continue a chat if someone won't reply or anything. Like, I'm not going to be there and be like, oh, you fucking whore, you don't want to message me back. Oh, that's fucking one. ugly anyway. You'll see screen caps yeah. that online. She and rates that's, dogs. That's a good one for that. Is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She rates yeah, dogs. Yeah, that's great. A, Like, it's fucking... You didn't realise how horrendous men, men are, are yeah. until you see the interactions that people think... How do they... How do the men even think they're in private? How do... Like, you know how easy it is to screen crap shit. Yeah, but it happens that... It happens the other way as well. Uh, let me see if I got a car. I don't know if I'll be able to find it. But I have one from a girl where this girl we'd messaged like a couple years ago out of nowhere. I, I don't know. There's a thing you can do where you can just tell a girl is fucking batshit mental. Like you'll have a little chat a few years. We had a little chat a few years ago and she messaged me as if a couple of years hadn't gone by and we were still having the chat. Like we don't need to for a week. So you. We just DM'd each other a couple times. And then two years passed and she just replied to the messages if it was just now. She was like, hey, how's it going? And then, do, 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 do you want to come meet up soon? And all of this stuff. And I was like, kind of like, oh, no, you know, like a couple years ago. Like, like, yeah. And she was going like, I don't what know the what fuck? Was. She was like, a couple years ago, you were all over, you were like messaging me and now you're not. And I just had to lie and go like, hey, I'm seeing someone just to get out of it. 
So you got like you got reverse crazy, like the the, the type of shit that lads do to girls was happening to you. Yeah. Yeah, 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 that was happening. Uh, I've had that a couple of times. I've had a few of those, but then... I can't believe that happened and you didn't meet up with her. Like, you would totally meet up with a person that started fucking being crazy in your DMs. No, I was You would be good. like, my type. No, <laughs> no. I I think... I, I'm, I'm sort of not going with the crazies anymore. You're not going with anyone? Yeah, well, there's that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not wrong. You would sit there fucking wistfully talking like, this is your choice. <laughs> <laughs> like you had some kind of epiphany. You literally fucking sat there to puddle with your fishing rod wondering why you're not getting a bait. Yeah, well But I lit a candle for you in Rome. I know. Well I had I had a very the first four months of this year I was I was killing it. I had a I had a great great few months and I think what it is at the moment is uh Edinburgh's coming up and that's where a lot of my focus is. So you keep trying out bits on them? Yeah. And they're dying because June, you haven't figured them out yet. <laughs> yeah. Uh, have you ever noticed, like, what, what, what's up with Boris Johnson? Hasn't he got weird hands? Like, oh, that explains well. You know, when you say Edinburgh's coming up, um, I realised because we're comedians, we're talking in comedian terminology all the time. Edinburgh, when we talk about Edinburgh's coming up, it's a fringe festival. It's like an arts festival that's on in August every month. This is for yeah, people yeah, that aren't. Sure. So, so there's an arts festival on in August. Elliot is currently writing a show for the... Um, for the Fringe Festival. So when he says Edinburgh's coming up, it's not like he's just paying a visit to Edinburgh and he needs a date. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I want to go up and make Danny jealous. I just want to go to the castle and I don't want to be alone. (laughs) Who will I hold hands with when I'm walking through the zoo? (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so that's like a lot of my focus at the moment. Like goes towards that. Mm, Probably... You know how it is when you're writing a show. Man, man you yeah. say that you're fucking uh, working really hard on your fin show and you haven't got time for girls and all that, but uh, every time I log on to Hearthstone, there, there's you fucking having a little competitive hey. match online against hey. some fucking stranger. Hey, now listen. <laughs> Hearthstone, Hearthstone is uh, is more more important to me than women. Well, more important to me than finding love is Hearthstone. Here lies your I don't, I don't, I don't mind getting my heart broken, but I never want my Hearthstone broken. I'll edit that out. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Sorry, mate, I got your back. Well, cheers, man. If you could edit out there. In fact, if we could just start again and we not talk about any of the beating that I've just taken, that would be quite nice. Could you edit out all the stuff you said about my fashion choice? Yeah. Oh, thank you. Um, so what have you been doing lately? I just ran a show. I had a, you came to my preview yesterday. I did. He's, he's, he's shows on, like, I'm, as much as I like to slag off earlier, let's, like, restore some balance and add some uh, compliments to it. Um, his show was on time. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was there. Yes. <laughs> the audience were there. His agent laughed. That was it. And I had a, he had a gig at, um, at the Top Secret Comedy cool. Club, yep. which is the first time I've been there. Actually, it's in London. I recommend it to any London goers. Go to that comedy club. It's a fucking great club. Um, so you've done your show now in 2017, and we've discussed this on previous podcasts, yeah. I am sure. Uh, you rocked up with like a half-written show to the fringe. Not a half-written show, the show well, was fine. Well, it lasted fine, 37 like, minutes. No, so. there was one day where it lasted 38 minutes because it got zero laughs, and I forgot to do out a bit. Um, show was, the show was fine. It was more my... Uh, more my and you're, you're like, you you realised that at the end that your final joke like relied on a callback to something that you hadn't put in, so you didn't do it. But then when I spoke to you afterwards, you had put the bit in. Oh, you were, no. You were literally all over the fucking shop. Yeah. Um, and 
after that uh, fringe, that was the one where you decided to go clean for a hundred days yeah, and yeah. not drink anything and try and like sort yourself out and everything failed. Um, <laughs> but, but, yeah. I've got a red coat. <laughs> but uh, yeah, you just come out of it wearing fucking shit gear. <laughs> and then, um, so yeah, uh, this time, like last year, you took a year off because yeah. you didn't just want to fucking rush into a show again, mm-hmm. make a bit of a hash of it last time. Because you were like drinking with me and Danny and partying with me and Danny, but what you hadn't realised is that we put in a lot of hard work getting our shows together. Yeah, Danny puts in a lot of hard work. We put in... Yeah, that's why Danny's able to tour America and, you know, do all of those things. Wow. All of that stuff. It's really wow. like, he works so hard, man. My God, such a good comedian. You're so lucky to know him. Anyway, as you were saying... <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> Save a child's life. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that was Gav, really, when you think about all the hard work that Gav put in and that as well. You really, just, you really just coast your way through knowing people, don't you? That's what being successful is. That's what I was trying to do. I've got a good agent. I'm fucking riding Danny's coattails. Gav ruins me business. Natalie fucking dresses us. Fucking keeps my affairs in order. All my affairs with different women. Um, <laughs> keeps all my ducks in a row. Uh, I'm just, that's what success is. You surround yourself with really good people. You don't need any talent. Um, so you tried to... Uh, um, replicate what you, you didn't realise that I'd like worked really hard writing a five star show across the board uh, with five different publications uh, <laughs> that got to you didn't it that <laughs> really got to you I just say it I just say it and took a beating about being a shit kisser a shit dresser and having no, a shit no, editor just... show and I've just said that and look at you all wound up all tetchy no 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 I've, I've got an actual defence on like your kissing <laughs> <laughs> which is an attack your kissing is more of an offence um, so it just didn't. Uh, so this time you were like, I'm sure I'm gonna figure this out. I'm gonna go in. I'm gonna think about it. I'm gonna write every day. Even yeah. if I sit down at my laptop and nothing comes out, I'm gonna at least put in the hours. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna do several days a week. Now most people in the world do fucking forty hour weeks, and you go like, oh, I'm gonna work really hard, two hours three times a week. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you fucking grafter. I'm <laughs> gonna do it under your fingernails. Uh, so you've been putting the work in. Yeah relatively and uh, I went to watch your show last night and the fucking 55 minutes long which yeah. is already more than it was last time in August when yeah. this is in June so you've still got like 10 12 more previews left and very funny stuff really, really good really strong bits some bits I was actually quite jealous of going oh I could actually do that better <laughs> <laughs> well no what do you mean is uh, oh Danny could do that better and <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, I was watching the stage guy in the right pair of hands. Like, <laughs> this guy's got a good, good mate. Let me just explain to the listeners. <laughs> this is the, this is our group dynamic. Even if I right, like, because I've got some fucking stellar bits of stand up at the moment. Right, even if I right do great stand up, the way our group works is it's like. You're seeing the young lad, he's starting, you're like, oh shit, he's starting to get good. Wait, keep his confidence down. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like a girl in an American high school film, yeah, who's taken the glasses off and let her hair that hair down. She's suddenly beautiful. She's but our, gr- our group just goes, nah, we still got to neg the fuck out of her, <laughs> keep her down. Um, nah. Yeah. No, we're just really honest. <laughs> I just didn't feel the truth, you know. I mean, sugarcoat shit, man. <laughs> that's, that's, 
that's Al. Read it out how you want if you think I'm taking you down a peg or two. Uh, but what I will say is you've got a good show. Uh, you didn't use your notes that often. Yeah. When you did use your notes, it was between bits just to make sure you're on the right track while you're having a drink while people are laughing. Yeah. And then you return back. It, uh, it was solid. It flowed. Uh, there was some couple of lines you forgot to put in that will yeah. make it even better. You're, you're on track. Um, so basically, uh, Elliot shows and this is that's why we're doing the podcast, isn't it? Plug your shit. Uh, my show will be on at <laughs> uh, Google it. Uh, uh, I will be on at 12.15 at Bannerman's every day of the Fringe and at 9.15 I will be doing a kissing booth on Cowgate as well uh, <laughs> if you want to come and do that uh, uh, yeah yes, I, on the other hand I'm not doing the Fringe so I've just been having a fucking belt of time oh man I like, did it last year it's so good went to the room for the weekend they fucking how was it? Mint, because Natalie works at Secret Escapes, right? So the online like exclusive holiday company, so she gets all the fucking tip offs and mates rates on fucking. I fucking every time I go on holiday with Natalie, I feel like a millionaire. Yeah. Class. Yeah, because she pays for everything. <laughs> so I had a fucking jacuzzi in my room. It rained from the ceiling, and the like little like, wet room thing. I had a sauna in my room. Class. Come back feeling like a million dollars. Got my nails did. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, Rome's quite, Rome's amazing, by the way, and that's like so fucking obvious. Like only life I've knew about Rome. Like you get taught about it in school. It's in a bunch of different idioms, like all dogs live in Rome, yeah. <laughs> stuff like that. Rome was built the day. Uh, you hear about Rome, you're never prepared for the grandeur of it. Like oh, everything, stunning. everything looks fictional. Isn't you're it? just looking around, just going, "All oh, right, I'm in fucking Legend of Zelda now, am I?" You go to the Vatican and you look up at the roof of the Sistine Chapel and you go, "Man, they deserve a few kids." Like this. Well, is, you know this what? Is this amazing. is something. Like honestly, walking through the fucking Vatican, the amount of baby dicks painted on the walls. <laughs> like you know when they just do Renaissance yeah. paintings and that. They've all got their cocks hood. Like baby dicks on men, baby dicks on babies, baby dicks on women. There's just baby dicks everywhere, right? Fucking, can't get moved for baby dicks. I reckon they've just been waterboarded with baby dicks, all these fucking priests, since the fucking Renaissance. And they're just going, wait, I guess that's what I'm into, if the shoe fits. There's fucking, if that, if the Sistine Chapel was a hard drive, it would get seized immediately. <laughs> people are paying 20 quid to go in and just fucking peruse the hard drive, these sick fucks. <laughs> the Vatican was seized today after thousands of indecent images were discovered. Right? Yeah. right? Just because it, it like just because nobody took a photo and somebody just spent fucking hours agonising over painting it, that that's worse. Did the baby pose for it? Did the baby pose when you painted its dick? There's my question. Is that or did you, you just do it from memory, you sick fuck? Is that was is is that, is that what you were asking the tour guide on the way down there? So this this was painted in sixteen hundred. Was he staring at a baby dick? I went in with a fucking can of spray paint and just censored a lot of them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fucking wanted. <laughs> uh, so that was weird. It's funny we got into the Vatican straight away, from the bar, and just sat there drinking prosecco, <laughs> fucking dusted a couple of bottles before we even done any tourism. Fuck, uh, I've I've done day drinking was, with the, you and Natalie on holiday. You fuck, do go for it. The bottles of prosecco were so fucking cheap in the Vatican. Is it a tax haven or something? Um, I don't think I'm the person to be asking this question to because my knowledge on the Vatican. You haven't paid tax in your life. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> 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 I had to go to River Meeting the last year about it. Like <laughs> a proper aggressive meeting. But uh, the, the tax people, not the Vatican. Cause was, but uh, oh, You've got to cover your knees up and cover your shoulders up and all that. You're like, well, who, how are my knees going to offend? You've got a baby cock right there. You're offended by my knees. Fucking lost sight of the goal. <laughs> it's a cool like, it's place, a, though. It's pretty cool. Like, um, so, yeah, did that. 
And then um, my visa come through. I don't know if this is news for anybody that doesn't follow me on social media, but uh, Daniel is doing a US tour starting from Friday, I guess. Uh, I fly out on Wednesday. He's doing a show in Austin, Texas, which is his old show now, which not, not none of the Netflix shows, not the show that he's currently touring, but the one that he did in between. Why are you telling him? They're still going to tweet him going, is it the it is. I, I feel so... As much as like Danny's success is like amazing to look at, a lot of it you do look at and go, Christ, having to deal with that. Is this going to be the same show? <laughs> and just watching him have yeah. to like head in hands. Because you know what? Like, the majority of his fans are fucking awesome. He has, like, like, he has, the, um, he has the best... Um, Report from the venues ever from yeah. the audience is like the, the surprise, especially like on a Saturday night in a city center somewhere. They'll just go like your audiences are amazing. Like our staff had to do nothing. Like everyone's like well behaved. Everyone, everyone's happy. Yeah, a bunch it, of nerds. It, it is, I, but, <laughs> but the fucking sweet. Like, yeah. I fucking love his audiences. But the audience thing outside of the people that listen to the podcast and come to the gigs, just the people that follow him on social media, yeah. probably have never been to any of his gigs. Those people that are like fucking chipping in with our fucking. If you look at the comments on his shit, oh. you must have to wade through some fucking bullshit. Like, I saw one. I, I looked on a tweet of his the other day, and there was one guy who just went, Hey, do you want to go for a pint after the show? And then there was one person who just went, Sit on my face. Those were the. And I was just like. That trollage. Fucking hell, man. Um, so I mean, I followed her on Twitter. But a <laughs> <laughs> dog, dog's got an Instagram. Um, so, uh, yeah, like I, I remember Bill Bear having a quarter. The only thing better than having a boat is having a friend with a boat. Right. And that's what I feel like I'm getting into Daddy's career. I'm getting all the fucking first class tickets, nice hotels, fucking big audiences, uh, and the, the best fans, the ones that listen to the podcast and come to the shows. So I'm getting the interactions with those guys without having to deal with any other shit. Yeah, yeah, you spin, spin it that way. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Kai is the ultimate gaslighter, let me say. Like, Kai is the only guy who gaslights himself. <laughs> Kai will sit there and he will just find, like, and then he'll find something you, you do, yeah. Like, yeah, oh, the, do one, one, the one minute I get famous, I'll be like, so long, sucker. <laughs> and then we speak to Danny again. <laughs> <laughs> what was funny about that was you getting famous. Um, <laughs> Whoa! The only time you, you, you would get famous. It's because they found out you'd spray painted over the Sistine Chapel to cover up baby dicks. <laughs> but uh, what, what was I going to say? Is that, yeah, you you will do this thing, right, where someone will have uh, an issue with something. Like, let, let me put it this way. If I was to do the thing you do with cups of tea, where you just disregard however anyone asks for a cup of tea, and you're like, fuck it. And you don't even do it on purpose a lot Explain of the time. Them. I'm going to do it. I'm, don't worry. So Kai will do this thing. You did it the other day when I was around. He was like, do you want a cup of tea? I went, yeah. And I think you made me a cup of coffee. Aye. Like, and it was just like, oh, this is completely the wrong drink. And you, were, you looked at me and you went, oh, mate, I'm sorry, I really did try. Like, it's a difficult thing. <laughs> but if anyone else was to do that, you'd be there going, oh, you see what the problem with you is? You live in this little world where nobody else's opinion matters. So so you just go and you think you know best and you make it, you're, you're fucking, you're a psychopath. You have no idea about anybody else and it would be this great thing where is you... Is that what you, I talk you, like? Yeah, for this bit. You look like uh, a psychopath that's here to Geordie. <laughs> no, I've heard, I've had to hang out with enough of your scumbag friends. I've Whoa. heard enough of them. Um, they are, they are, they're lovely people. Oh, I've just, uh, I just, I just caught the cricket on the iPad there. Um, and oh. right, right, let's do this. Right, right is it coming so, up? 
So, um, just to explain, um, Elliot's into the cricket. I'm not. I've never. Re- I don't really know what's going on. He's trying to explain to us. England are playing Australia right now in some kind of World Cup. Um, so he's trying to explain to us what's happening with the cricket, so he can watch it and I can try and share some of the enjoyment. Couldn't really keep up with it. Didn't know what was happening. Uh, but what we did notice is that every time the adverts came on, bear in mind, the cricket is now on Sky Sports. It's main, main event. Main, yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll be, right. be being watched by millions worldwide. Millions, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, and an advert come on, so usually it'll be like Coca-Cola, like Nike. It'll be like something fucking massively mainstream yeah. as a brand, right? Uh, so the adverts came on. It's sponsored by like Nissan and stuff. Like, yeah. So it come on Pepe's Chicken Slough and had the address like fucking something High Street Slough but like Pepe's Chicken Pepe, Pepe's I've got so their number like, here this We're... is like fucking Julieta's Pizza Shop live like but on, on during the World Cup so you're like what the fuck what kind of marketing budget's this are they like are there like drug drug dealers and they've fucking got like they've put through fucking 7 million fucking chicken wings and they've got this massive <laughs> bank account and they're like they're not going to believe this let's just fucking chuck an advert up and just like tax avoidance I, I don't know what the fuck's going on it's for one specific chicken shop in Slough by the way Slough we were, watching, we were trying to work out if it was like a regional thing yeah Slough because like, it's on the iPad are you getting regional adverts yeah. it's about 70 miles from London I think 70, 80 miles so even if it is even if it is like a regional and they've set their range they're capturing the whole of fucking the, the cap city so we so I've got their number here because it was on the advert because it's on the advert <laughs> so and it's like one like an 013 something number like 017 uh, like, a... like I've never seen that area code no. right so should we we're going to call them and we're going to ask the person who works there just ask guy what's, that's what's, what's, what's going on loudspeaker right you do the talking alright I'm dead nervous <laughs> oh They better pick up us. Uh, hello? Hello? Is it... Hello? I, I was just wondering, is this the, the Pepe's Chicken place in Slough? Yeah, that's the one. Um, I was just wondering, right, because I live in London, how did you get that advert on the cricket? Uh, well, to be honest, uh, I'm not a polite person who deals with these things. Um, I have no idea about that as well. Um, you can check with these things with the head office. Okay. Have so you got head office's number? Have you got head office's uh, number? You can check it on uh, Google. If the head office is located in a Watford. Okay. Oh, wait a minute. Are you a chain of restaurants? Yeah. Oh. oh. Not a let down. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, well, for, sorry, sorry for wasting your time. <laughs> Thank you. No Thank yeah. you very much for that. Uh, Thanks for that. Bye. <laughs> well, well, we just wasted everybody's time there, didn't we? <laughs> Get head office on the floor, that's why I just slapped. Yeah, yeah. Should we, should we bring up Domino's Pizza and ask what they're, what they're up to as well? Just start ringing chains of restaurants. Man, we were so fucking full of us out there. <laughs> Fucking head office in right. Watford. You're so, not doing that, are you ringing head office? Yeah, I'm going to ring head office. I want to know. Why? Well, just going to ask why. It's just a slough brand. Do I think it's some cost now? Like, I think we're. Well, you going to ask why just a slough brand? Yeah. Because if it is a chain. I wonder how many I wonder how many chicken shops there is of uh, Pepe's chicken. Um, Contact us, Pepe's. Uh, okay, so. So if you type in Pepe's chicken, it comes with Pepe's chicken near me. Oh, also, it's got two stars. 
Oh, has it? Oh, Pepe's. You need to stop advertising and spend more of that money on the hygiene, my friend. Yeah, get all your certificates in order. Mm-hmm. Pat test your equipment. Okay, so am I, should I call the head office? Uh, I mean, we're in new, aren't we? Sorry. This is I'm, cutting journalism, this like. It's it, like, uh, has that, uh, I know Danny um, mentioned uh, on a previous podcast with Cameron James about a podcast called Finding Drago. Uh, I finally listened to it, it's fucking awesome. So if uh, if you just need some podcast listener, Jack, and put my name to Finding Drago. It's fucking so good. It's cutting journalism, but like low stakes. Right, I'm going to head office. Head office yeah. Yeah. Good afternoon, Pepe. Hi, hi, mate. Uh, I listen. This is a bit of an odd call, but I'm I'm just ringing. This is the franchise department. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I was just wondering. You see, when you advertise on the cricket World Cup. Yeah. Why is it just the Slough one you're advertising? We're not, sir. We're advertising ninety-one stores. Oh. They're, they're showing at different times. So, oh. oh, okay. Um, and because obviously Sky is a national coverage, um, we've got 91 stores that are being advertised, but they're advertising at different times. Oh, there's there's so going to be there's going to be queues around the block in Slough. Are you not worried yeah. the Slough branch is going to get mobbed? Like this is an England game. Well, it's absolutely, I mean, earlier on, it was showing Guildford. Wow, oh, whoa, okay. Yeah, well, because yeah. we had quite a few complaints because they, they didn't play the right one. There was a spelling mistake in there. Oh, Christ, um, there was a spelling mistake. So, yeah, so, so, yeah it, it is on rotation, and all 91 stores throughout the campaign will get shown. Oh, thank God. Will you be showing one from Croydon at any point? Uh, we haven't actually got a store in Croydon at the moment, have we? Is there one in Blythe? Sorry? Is there one in Blythe, Northumberland? Northumberland, no. Nah. Where, where, where's the nearest one to Croydon? Um, are you on our website at all? Uh, uh, yeah, I can, I can, but it, it would make for a bad yeah, podcast. Right. I can have, I can look for you. Oh, uh, thank you. What are we doing with yeah, our lives? I do fancy one though. Like I've, I've been advertised to now. Like, uh... so we got a slough. Right. The, the closest one to Croydon is Tooting Broadway. Oh, okay. That's that's quite close. Um. We, yeah. So, what time will that one be advertised? Um. That I'm not sure of, sir. Oh, okay. Uh, well, I'll, I'll just yeah, watch it. I'll just. I'll look out for some, it. Somebody else has the, the schedule of um of you know when all these stores. Have you got Have you got uh, their number? <laughs> well. But, uh, are you, are you... We've, we've got these. We've got these adverts running through uh, throughout every Pakistan game, every um, England game. Yeah. So every time any of those teams are playing, there should be at least one, two, three sort of like ads. I think. Um, oh, that's cool. At any given stage, but each one should be different. God, you guys it, are killing it, man. Yeah. If it, if it go, if England v Pakistan play each other, which is looking likely, I mean, you, you're going to really oh, yeah, have yeah. loads going yeah. on. Yeah, we've also got additional ads playing in the um, semi-finals and the finals. Oh, thank yeah, yeah. You did don't. What, so what? it's it's a lot of a lot of advertising's gone into it. Uh, what what kind of dollar? What kind of dollar went into that? What kind of money? Sorry, How, was that expensive? I mean, obviously. <laughs> it, it was. It is expensive, but I'm afraid I don't. Know you can't disclose. Can you do like higher or lower for just for a ballpark figure? Like two million. Two million. I couldn't even. I couldn't even guess at it, sir. I wouldn't know. Oh, okay. Did I tell you this stuff? Sorry? Does that tell you this sort of stuff? The, the directors have that information, but I don't. Do you have their number? 
No, I'm afraid I haven't got that number. Oh, no. Okay. Can't give that out. Uh, okay, but uh, all right. Well, th- thank you very much, mate. That's been on our mind all day. Yep. No, there, there, there'll be lots more adverts coming. Yes. yes. Wonderful. Thank, thank you. you. Cheers. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Content. Don't <Yes. laughs> <laughs> say you don't get anything from this podcast. <laughs> That was our attempt to be invented. We're going to be like cereal. We're going to find out. Making a mirror over here. Fucking S-tone. Why is it only slough? Oh, no, there's loads of us. Oh, well, that's the end of Swanson Humphrey's investigative. Oh. What was the type of one that he was on about? Uh, Guildford. Apparently they fucked up with Guildford, so they're going to have to sort that out. I liked him. Like, he, he took his job. Like, he'd done his job well, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. That was good. Yeah. Doing his thing. This is, this is what happens when... I like it when people do that to job properly. Yeah. You know, if someone's just, like, they, like whatever their job is, however, like, um, big or small, their job, if you see them doing it well, you're just like, like that. Yeah. It's it gives the, it good vibes. Yeah. I think we talked about this before, about, like, you know... You know when people... Do you know what, though? Do you know who I wish would do their job badly? People like ticket inspectors. Oh, that's what I fucking love about the pure Germany, I mean, is that they do their job so badly I get away with murder. Yeah. Like, uh, so fucking... They, like, I snuck, I sneak you in. Yeah. And I sneak Natalie in just by fucking ghosting through, like, you type your passcode in and you buzz, you buzz in. And there was a point where, like, I went to go back out and I just went up to the member of staff and went... Oh, we've been snuck in behind us, so I'm just letting you know, like, I'm going to have to buzz him through here as well. And the guy's like, are you sure? You're like, you're like, it's so good that you're not good at your job. Yeah, yeah. It, <laughs> you know what it is with that pure gym? It's like, because you were moaning about them not putting oh, the weights the back. The weights are never back properly. Mm. The vending machines are always fucking, like, the stuff not near the front, facing the wrong way. You're like, you're like, you're from the back, so when I press it, it's just going to spin and bring that one closer, so I need to buy six to get it. <laughs> you fucking idiot. So if the day go, oh, I'm going to have to... I'm going to have to, um, like, suspend your membership for sneaking your friend. And I'm like, oh, sweet. While you're doing your job, do you want to fucking... I've got a list for you. Do you want to fucking tidy up the weights and be a vending machine and fucking make sure there's toilet roll in the fucking bathrooms? Oh, like, man, there's nothing worse than, like, uh, when you, you go... There was a there was a snooker club in uh, Fulton Heath that I used to play, like, go down and just play a bit of snooker and pool down there. And they would just let people smoke spliffs upstairs. They didn't give a shit. I don't think they didn't... They let people do it. It was people did it. And and nobody at work gave up. Bothered. F- well, yeah. nobody because the snooker hall was upstairs. I don't think anyone had ever been who worked there could be bothered to walk upstairs and see what was going on. Mm-hmm. You could in that snooker snooker hall go in there, paint a load of pictures of baby dicks, and it would still be there. Like it was nobody would. That's probably what happened with the Sistine Chapel. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so there's just someone who won't. They could be fucked. Uh, Michelangelo was like, <laughs> let's go. It was Michelangelo who did it, wasn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. Are you not impressed that I knew that? No. Oh. Did everyone not know that? Yeah, but you know. Gonna throw a little but something. Even my, me. Gonna throw something my way. <laughs> Should we bring up the Sistine Chapel and see? <laughs> see why there's loads of baby dicks on there. Call it a bomb thread. <laughs> um, uh, oh, look, we've got a lull. Alright, it's been good seeing you, mate. <laughs> should we just wrap up now, do some dad jokes? Fuck it, should we do some uh, muggles or something? Just think of muggles. Have you got muggle ones? I can think of one if you go first go and on. quickly think of one. Oh, fuck. Um, just put this on me. Improv a muggle. 
Um, Muggles fucking like wear their mum's jacket in an attempt to get attention. Yeah, agreed, us in. Uh, I've got I've got an actual muggle. Right. Muggles take pride in not watching Love Island. Um, I've always said this, like people who I like we've we've covered it a million times. Usually with Game of Thrones and stuff, anybody that's like, oh, I don't watch this. Am I the only one that doesn't watch it? Posting memes. But here is my thing with Love Island. You've got your own little WhatsApp group going on where you love on it and everything. What you won't admit is you're looking at it for the tits. Like, just look, the whacker running thong bikinis. That's why you're watching it. It's a there's, huge no, plus. there's no other reason. You're like, oh, it's just because it's just like fucking low, like low hanging fruit people. Like, what do you call it? Like, as if you're looking down on them. Like, no, you're getting, not a, at all. You're getting a laugh off like these interactions, and they're like they're so stupid and they're so uptight, and like you're watching idiots. No, nope. right. So you, this now this is what you've said because you you were you and Ryan Cullen and Daniel Sloss and Gareth War is were all trying to pitch the reasons why you watch it, and none of us were just pointing out that it's because like I, my flatmate watches it. And I'll sometimes like come in, make a coffee while she's watching it, right? Mm. And I'll say it, and I'm like, I'll start watching it because there's funny. Right. <laughs> Just be honest. Do you see with what yourself? I mean by you're a gaslighter? Just so be- because you watch it, because you walk in to no. make a coffee, you go, like, Oh, Natalie, Natalie's asked for a tea, so let me go make a coffee. <laughs> then right. you come in here and you see Cat will be watching it, and you'll go, Oh, some tits. And then you go, This is why all the boys are watching it. Can I explain why I love Love Island? And like, this is genuine. Yeah, just to show them what I mean. Just, right. Love Island is, it's fucking phenomenal because, it, and whenever people go like, we should have a, like a body positive Love Island or this, that, it fails to work as a show because the show, it, everyone in there has to be attractive for it to work. Like, otherwise, all the, if you just go, hey, we're going to have a load of attractive people and then we're going to have like Fat Terry in there. You're doing my point. Nah. This is my point. But this is all. This is one of the main points, right? But then what happens is you see a lot of. There's a guy in there, Anton, stunning lad, stunning. But he's never had to use his personality to pull before. He's always just been like, good looking lad, you can pull. So now he can't. Really, he's not really able to couple up with anyone because, like, even though he's funny and stuff, because he's just got zero game. Because everybody so this, there is on the same level playing field yeah. as being attractive. So you see this really vulnerable side to him. So it actually shows people like that. These people, as much as they go in there and they'll start to show these vast, like, stupid, idiot, like, egotistical people, they're actually all sort of sweethearts. It's 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 very nice to watch, and it's good to sort of see like the interactions that happen between a group of girls, uh, the dynamic in a girl group and the dynamic in the boys group it's interesting to watch because of that there's some tits as well granted that's that's good why don't you watch Geordie Sean Big Brother I did I did Uh, watch them uh, but like it's you you don't I watched I watched loads of Jersey Shore I watched loads of Big Brother Big Brother I Kate Lawler was in it Big Brother you would have been about six yeah little pervy little six year old yeah, I just like I just feel like he's are just because he's a so fucking right on left wing. He would never admit that you're just ogling at really attractive women in next to no clothes. He's are just watching porn. Okay, I've talked about prostitutes. I've got on this podcast. I would fucking easily go on and go that there. I would stare at some hits on the TV. Like, don't go, don't, don't gaslight no, no, me. No, 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 no. <laughs> You've literally just learned what gaslight means and you're throwing it around left and centre. I've been but, having a lot of fun with it. But what you're doing is shallow as fuck, but you're too like, proud of yourselves to admit being shallow. No. I watched it because, yeah, it is trash TV. It's great. 
Why can't I enjoy that? So are you telling me if these were plus size girls and the, the dudes were fucking had teeth missing and just looked like council estate fucking chavs, you'd still be watching it? Yes, but for very different reasons. <laughs> very different be, reasons. For I, very different reasons from what? Um I would be there From to, what? There are very different reasons from the reason you watch it now being Being You're uh, a pervert. No. <laughs> 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 At least I can admit no, that I'm a no, bit no, of a pervert and it catches me eye because well, I did that Jordy Lass is full. I did used to watch plus size, mo- <laughs> I did used to watch like plus size people and Chad from an estate and they cancelled the Jeremy Kyle show. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I did used to watch that as well. I used to enjoy it. I, I was one of. People kill themselves because of this shit that's still going. Yeah, people kill themselves for a lot of reasons. Don't cancel good television. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Uh, that's, that's the nature of reality look I think they need to do more I think the reason people kill themselves on Love Island isn't because of the Love Island show I think it's because people who go will go on Twitter you have this social media thing now where people will go there and just like I would never go on Twitter and like go this ugly per- look at this person look how they look in their promo shot and now look how they look in this episode when they've got us film two months of TV they're not you're not always going to look exactly how you do in a promo shot you, you've done promo shots before you know that they, they managed to fix up your mug they've managed to fix up my teeth before promo shots are, are, are kind of catfishing <laughs> yeah, you know. If you walk around Edinburgh and you see some of your pals and go, "Whoa, that was a Tinder profile." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You'd be let down. That yeah, would be yeah. let down. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, so people do that, and I think that's the reason. Afterwards, people come out and they're just ridiculed on social. So you have this social media ridicule thing going on. That's that's what I think the issue is that I've worked out in the last forty seconds from talking to you, and I'm now an expert on. So I don't think it's them. Like, yeah, I guess if people hate it on Love Island and they're just like, am I the only one that doesn't watch it? You're in Muggle Corner. That's already been done. If you hate on it because it's shit, and there's no disputing that. That's objective. It's not shit. <laughs> like, it's not. It, no, it's not because you like the boobies. I, like, I don't think... Literally, that's all you've got. Mate, there was no better time than last year when there was a World Cup on at the same time as Love Island. It was phenomenal. I don't think there'll be a better summer. Well, because you got to enjoy the both. I've got to enjoy football and Dude, Love Island. there's a fucking World Cup on in the middle of Love Island right now. Yeah, and I'm watching that for the tits and everyone gets angry at me. <laughs> <laughs> that would probably frustrate me, but I'm really enjoying the World Cup. I know you if, are. You, if you put that spin on me, like, you're watching it for the what were you watching earlier? Sweden, Sweden. Sweden, uh, was it Sweden USA? It was no, because USA. Sweden, Sweden Canada. Sweden, Sweden Canada. But when you come in, it was uh, it was USA versus Spain. Yeah, so, so you USA beat Spain. So you, oh, so you happen to be Canada. watching um, like Scan- the one with the Scandinavian women and the sort of Latino sort of women. You're you're watching that right. one. I'm gonna level with you. I'm gonna be honest with you right mm-hmm. now. Right, the minute one of the Scotland players uh, had a porn leaked online, I went and had a look. Right, I've never done that with men's football. I've never done it with men's football. I did it with Delhi Alley. <laughs> <laughs> So 
I? Like, I, I, I am still a fucking red-blooded male, and if there's an attractive woman, I'll find her attractive, right? But that's not why I'm watching the football. I'm no, watching I the football because the fucking football's quality... <laughs> It, it's really good. It's the same the, with the, the UFC. Referee's a bit suspect, like that needs to. But it's mainly the the VAR. I'm not going to get into football chat. Yeah, I didn't like it on a day. But I, it's, it's I mean, we, we we did just spend ten minutes calling up chicken shops, finding out why they were advertising. Uh-huh. I think belt of content. <laughs> <laughs> right. Let's uh, let's wrap this up with some dad jokes. Good. Um, Can I plug some shit? You plug some shit uh, while you you're plug, while you're looking you. at that. Um, I'll. I'm coming to America with uh, with Sloss. I'm going to be on many dates across July and some of August. Um, go on to danielsloss.com, I guess. Have a look at these live listings. Uh, uh, is there anything else you just want to do? I thought you had something else to say. Um, uh, okay, people, I'll be doing... I've got a few more previews coming up. I've got one in Leeds next... Not this Wednesday, the Wednesday after. That's on the 3rd of July. Edinburgh. I will be doing a preview in Edinburgh on Thursday, the 4th of July. Um, that'll be fun. Come down to see it. Like That's I've, a real smart idea, that earlier. Go to the place where you're yeah, doing the show. Right, um, steal customers off yourself mm-hmm. and show them a weakened version of the show yeah, that you're about to do. That was, a, that was a really smart booking from my agent. <laughs> <laughs> but if you're in Edinburgh and you want to see me but you don't want to come see a preview of the show. I will be there the next month. But that weekend, I will be at the Monkey Barrel on the Friday the 6th, 5th and 6th, opening the show because, again, I'm an idiot and then booking for a headline spot like a moron. So you can come see me there and it will be a lot of fun. Yeah, come and watch him being lower paid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're getting lower paid material. Um, but then London people, I will be doing a preview at 2 North Down on July 23rd, which is the place that girl works who I bombed in the DMs of. So uh, yeah. so come for the comedy and stay to yeah, watch an awkward exchange. That's the exchange. place where I beat up a junkie. Yeah, Kai knocked out a junkie there when they just opened. It's a great comedy club. On the, on the launch night. And of course, uh, if there's people in Leicester, I'll be doing a preview in, uh, in Thursday the 1st of August in Leicester and then I will be doing the whole of the Edinburgh Fringe so come come watch me there 1215 Bannermans and Kai do you have anything to say about my dad? Uh, yeah your dad's got carpet burns on his knees from doing press ups <laughs> <laughs> your dad still has a soft spot in his head <laughs> in a soft spot in his heart for me oh. uh, <laughs> they say everybody dies twice once when you die and then once when your name is spoken for the last time your dad's going to do it the other way around your dad covered himself in gasoline and set himself alight in protest of not being allowed to watch what he wants on telly (laughs) he lives alone (laughs) I live for you (laughs) your dad Uh, (laughs) (laughs) he lives for you he lives for Linda your dad couldn't find a pair of tights to use for a bank job so he used a pair of slacks Your dad reckons John Wick is loosely based on his life. (laughs) When your dad takes the dog for a walk, he walks on all fours so the dog doesn't feel silly. And once he was so convincing, they both spent the night in the dog pound. (laughs) Your dad tweeted, Daniel, let's see if me and Linda survived Jigsaw low. And now he's divorced. And that's why he's living with me. Your, your, your dad wears waterproof pyjamas to keep the piss in. 
Your dad used to pick you up from school on a pogo stick. <laughs> your dad can put a finger up his up one of his nostrils and it comes out the other. It's less of a magic trick and more of a cork problem. <laughs> your dad turns up to a gym in a suit to show he means business. <laughs> your dad pours, pours tea on his biscuits instead of dipping them. Your dad's karaoke song is My Neck, My Back. <laughs> Your dad dropped his hat in the entrance of the train station and instantly made seven pound off passers by. <laughs> Your dad keeps writing to Noam Chomsky to debate him, but not about politics. He wants to debate him about if VAR is going to ruin the game. <laughs> Your dad shouted, Oh, the strippers are here when the fire brigade turned up to Renfell. <laughs> That was right up my street, that joke. <laughs> is, that, is that your neighbourhood? <laughs> <laughs> I think that's my favourite dad joke ever, can I just say. Uh, when you got your visa to America, your dad went, I got a visa as well. A very important son in America. That's... <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't even high when I wrote this one, but I'm doing it anyway. Uh, your dad's parachute didn't open when he went skydiving, and he just bounced a couple of times and got on with his day. <laughs> but the instructor strapped on his back died horrifically. <laughs> your dad milkshaked his boss and screamed, you have nothing to lose but your chains, comrades, but he just lost his job. <laughs> <laughs> right. I think we salvaged that at the end. Yeah, oh. no, uh, I mean, I'm not going to do, like, let's do, what are your favourite bits of the podcast? Um, I enjoyed the, when we were talking about Love Island and a Women's World Cup. Did you? Is I, this like an ITV, like, after some sort of show of Love uh, Island? Yeah, I, I liked when um, when we phoned the Peppiers. That was good fun, wasn't back, it? Yeah. yeah. I've been trying to avoid that England have had, because uh, we've had the cricket on in the background, England have <laughs> Wait, had. we're going to wrap this up and go. <laughs> uh, the, next, the, the next one's going to be Muggins and Cream in America. Uh, I'll, you'll hear from me then. Bye.